Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA, gateway to the seven theme lands of the Magic Kingdom. Welcome aboard the Monday Morning Monorail podcast. This is Justin Monorail, and for a few minutes, I'm all by myself today. And why is that, you might say? Well, that's because this is an impromptu intro. A couple nights ago, two good buddies of mine and myself got together to retell the tale of an epic weekend, an epic adventure that we shared together that we wanted to share with you all. Now, when we were putting the show plan together, this was going to be segment number three. I thought maybe that, you know, the conversation that we had was going to take 15, 20, maybe 30 minutes. I don't know what I was thinking. Of course, it took well over an hour. And I really don't want to cut a lot of it out. It's all good stuff. It's fun. And I think you all would want to hear it. So, that being said, it has become today's episode. This is September the 16th, 2019. This is episode 74 of the Monday Morning Monorail podcast, and what follows is a recap of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opening weekend at Walt Disney World, Disney Hollywood Studios, and the adventure had by Landon the Dawes Done, Frank Cardillo, and myself. Chewy, light speed to story time. Welcome back to the monorail, or maybe should I say, Bright Suns Travelers, and why would I say such a thing? Well, you see, this is the common vernacular on a planet that I recently visited called Batu. Yes, it's true. There was a big event that happened back on August 29th, just a couple of weeks ago, and that was the grand opening of 2019 Food and Wine. But aside from that, there was another important event that happened August 29th, and it was should we say 50 years in the making almost? I mean, this thing feels like it's been coming for a very, very long time. Guys, so- I'm not 50 years old. <laughs> Dang it. He took my joke. Crap. Oh. Well, like I said, give it, t- give or take a few years. We're getting there. Um, but, <laughs> but a grand opening of a land. So should I say epic? I feel like that's stealing from another place. So legendary, so historic, such an occasion that, there were three adult nerds who just felt like we had to be a part of it. And in order to recap this story, I can't do it by myself. I had to bring in the two fellows who joined me on this adventure to another planet. And so, on the magical Monday Morning Monorail video hotline, 
We've got two very special guests, and I'm going to start with Landon the Dawesdone. Landon, welcome back to the monorail. Uh, always fun to be joining you or rejoining you on the monorail. Yep. You, you may or may not have been on the previous segment. We'll find out. Man, later. let me tell you, I was or was not hilarious in that last segment that we just did. You are real, real good. Yeah. That one thing that I may or may not have said, people are going to be talking about that for years. They, they just might be. But, you know, Landon, we, it wasn't just you and me who went on no. this trip to Batu. It was our friend Jesus. Jesus Jesus, is, Jesus was with us. <laughs> yes. Um, and also with you. Um, uh-huh. Yes, praise be. <laughs> <laughs> but when we originally hatched this plan, and if I remember correctly, it was on your birthday that I came over to your house. We had a little cookout. We were chatting about this upcoming grand opening for a Star Wars land and how we felt like we needed to be there day one. But even so, at that time, we were like, I don't know, maybe like we were kind of kicking around the idea. Well, when we finally decided to do it, we were like, it wouldn't be right if we did this just you and me because there's somebody else who needs to complete this trifecta, this three amigos, if you will, to really round out this experience. And so we sent out an invite to our very good friend, Old Man Frank, and we said, Frank, if there's any way you can do this, you've got to join us. Just get down here and let's go to Batu together. And Bring your AARP discounts down to Orlando. <laughs> we need them. And thank goodness Frank made it happen. We didn't know. It was touch and go for a while because it was in between trips and all kinds of things. He's been, he's been a world traveler. But he just ma- said and so-and-so. He made it happen. And so I don't know how to introduce him. There's no way to introduce him um, appropriately other than, other than to say from the Improviser's Guide Network. You oh. may have heard him on Everything is Wrestling Wednesday. Mm. You may have heard him on It's Talk Tuesday. You may have heard him on Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's yes. Diz. It is a monorail cousin that we are so happy that made the journey with us to Batu. It's Frank Cardillo. Welcome back to the monorail, Frank. Hey, what's yeah. up? Uh, hey, uh, sorry, I never really can keep quiet on, until I'm properly introduced. I like interrupting many, many times. <laughs> it's totally fine. Well, that just makes you a good podcaster. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure podcasting is just interrupting each other yeah, most I, of the time. I think the Jay, problem- I, I, I don't mean to step on you. I just want to point out it's a really good point you just made, and I agree with it. I, I think the proper response I had when the invite first came was like, well, I don't. It's a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of old man noises. I mean, mm-hmm. you could read that in the Twitter messages. <laughs> we, you, you probably got, got out of breath by reading it for some reason. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you thought to yourself, this really doesn't make sense, but, you know, go with it. Well, I, I have to say, Frank, when we sent you the invite, I knew that it was going to cause a serious internal conflict as soon as you got it. I knew that you were going to read it and be like, oh, no, <laughs> what do I do now? Because I had heard you say on Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz that you were not going to go anywhere near Galaxy's Edge. No, outright. I said it. And because I had been to Walt Disney World several times over the course of the previous 12 months, especially when I got to March, I just felt like 
I don't think I want to be anywhere near here when Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opens yeah. for months. And I said it on the podcast a lot. I said it on other people's podcasts. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going. Podcasts you weren't even months. invited on. No, yeah. I just, I just, just jumped in on there. I just typed in random Zoom email, <laughs> uh, you know, web addresses. <laughs> uh, like, let's see who comes up. You busted uh, into a couple couple corporate meetings to let them know your I'm your not thoughts. going. <laughs> I'm not going. Yeah. Before we get back to synergy, I want to reiterate that I am not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no I had no intention whatsoever. So yeah, definitely an internal conflict. Probably very similar, maybe Justin to the one you had when they said, "Hey, uh, where's your savvy's reservation? Yeah. You want to come in?" <laughs> yeah, I would imagine it's very similar because all the things start going through your head, which is immediately yes i want to but should i and is it is it's it an enthusiastic re- yes yeah. but dot 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 yeah is it the most responsible thing you know <laughs> do i want my kids to go to college i don't know who knows <laughs> yeah the thing you had really going for it is that a lot of my trips often are these like two-day turnarounds and i was like well i know i can do a two-day turnaround that's <laughs> let's just see if we can make it happen well so. you you did leave us in suspense for i would say a few days yeah, that's how I roll. I gotta, I gotta, you know, I gotta make people really want it. <laughs> I respect that. So, you know, we had to go. And boy, did he make us want it. Me and Jay, we just, we just sat around for hours on end saying, "Gee, I really hope Frank joins us." And we put, we put our hands on our hips mm-hmm. like we're really lame anime characters or something too. I kind of gazed out the window into the middle distance, and I was like, "If only Frank could go to Galaxy's Edge with us." Yep. And, uh, you know, I, I just hoped. I didn't think it would come true. The term wistful was thrown around uh, when describing Jay. <laughs> I'm really glad you guys laid it out that way because that's how I pictured it in my head. It was. That's exactly how it was. <laughs> Your head cannon's 100% accurate. <laughs> so so that's that's kind of how all this came together. It was a It was a crazy idea, and we were like, you know what? Not only are we huge Star Wars nerds, and this is kind of a big event happening right here in our, like, my backyard now in Walt Disney World. Sorry, humble brag. Um, Seriously. <laughs> but, but also, we are podcasters. Don't we have a duty to attend these sorts of events? <laughs> <laughs> yes, for some reason we have a we have a a, a self inflated uh, version of our own uh, opinion of ourselves. So we absolutely had to be there for day one to give you our thoughts. Yeah, we owed it to the world. I think we did. absolutely. Though I jokingly talk about uh, self inflated, but uh, I know we'll probably get to it. But we were recognized a little bit, which was kind of funny. Uh, yeah. Frank was rocking his gear with the uh, with the Dillo's Diz on, and then later on. <laughs> We had one of those. Hey, are 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 you are you guys the monorail dudes? Yeah. <laughs> that, that totally did happen. And, but let me just tell you, Frank once again showed why he is the mm-hmm. number one professional podcaster. Because he, not oh, only was he wearing brand. not only was he wearing his Dillo's Diz gear, he had cards to hand out. Yeah, he did, which did. was I, brilliant. AB Dub, always be working, baby. <laughs> I, I can't tell you though how much I had to like muster up <laughs> to do that because I'm like I. Just I just want to be quiet and I want to be on my own in my own tunnel. It took a lot. Yeah, but that was I got I honestly I was envious. I was like, of course, why would we not yeah. be carrying something like that? And I never have. Um, so at, at some point, I'll catch up to you, Frank. <laughs> I, I it, like I said, it was just uh, you know, it's well, the Star Wars retro T-shirt. I was like, Jen, do you, she has like a press thing. I don't know what she's got. And I was like, can you put the Dillo's Diz logo on the back of this Star Wars retro shirt? She was like, yes. Yeah. 
and yeah. it was it was perfect. It worked it out. Good. Yeah, <laughs> it showed me why I'm stupid for not wearing any monorail gear when I go to the park. <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, but that was great. So. By Gosh. the way, available in the T Public store now. Your your yeah. very own Monday morning monorail merchandise. Yeah, including a wonderful design featuring the Godfather of Chicken Nugget. <laughs> yeah, uh, if you want this mug on your belly, go get it. <laughs> I wonder who provided Ladies. that idea. I wonder yeah. who yeah, where suggested did that. Come from? Hmm. Where did that? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, that I just want to start out by kind of talking about we. I mean. The excitement that we all had to be part of this was, I mean, just unbelievably huge, like out of this world huge. But that probably led to a little bit of anxiety just knowing that we had these huge huge expectations for what this experience was going to be like. And, you know, we'd already seen some of the videos and pictures and things of people. And even, Frank, in your case, you talked to some people who'd been to Galaxy's Edge and Disneyland. Mm-hmm. And so we started to kind of form opinions about what this was going to be like. But even so, I really wanted to ask, like, let's say the night before. We're, mm-hmm. we're, we're going to, to bed at 9 o'clock, <laughs> which is probably Frank's normal time to go to bed. Or maybe you're a little late. <laughs> I, I I can't say anything. That's actually my, my time too. You know, all of us were. It was like Christmas morning or Christmas Eve. Like we were having trouble going to sleep because we were yep. so excited. Um, and Sleeping then, in our little mermaid room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I should also say. Uh, oh yeah. From uh-huh. experience, uh, little mermaid room at Art of Animation is maybe a little tad small for three grown men. <laughs> <laughs> we but, found a way, though. but we did it. But uh, yeah. So, so as we're kind of preparing for the next day, what, like, where were your expectations at? What were you like? What were what was going on in your heads to get you ready for the next day, Frank? What were you thinking? I mean, the whole, well, the whole three months before, it was about like I, I'm not getting in. I don't. I didn't believe I was getting in. I didn't think there was a chance. I mean, obviously, it helped over time when they started having the previews and the pass holder previews, and and you know all the cast member, you know, just everything. And you know, it it, it helped alleviate some of that. And I was like, oh, maybe there's a chance. Um, definitely, when when the hurricane Dorian news started coming, I was like, okay, because I know how hurricanes can go uh, and how people react to them in Central Florida. So I was like, oh, that might alleviate some of the traffic locally. Um, but even, you know, I had scheduled my life to be, well, if Thursday doesn't work out, I'll just come out on, you know, I'll, I'll go on Friday. And, uh, you know, the main, the chief goal as as ended up happening was to get on, get in the Falcon and go on Smuggler's Run. There was there was no alternative. If I was getting in the, into the area, I was going on Smuggler's Run and that was it. That was really what was in my brain. Yeah. So, so modest goals, really, like one focused goal, ride the mm-hmm. Falcon. Yeah, yeah. I had to get I had to get in that holding area. Is yeah. really how I saw it. Yeah. And Landon, what about you? Uh, the night before, I guess there was a little bit of. I'm hesitant to say trepidation just because it sounds bad, but at the same time, it's like in the back of my mind, I was thinking about the crowd that we were going to be facing mm. that next morning. Like, how big was it going to be? It wasn't a like, well, maybe, maybe because of the hurricane, people will be afraid. No, no. I, I knew even though other people had had their travels impacted, there was still going to be like a bazillion people, it felt like there thursday morning and so i was curious about that and then when we got there that morning it's like yep okay there's there's about as many people as i thought was gonna be but like going in like i i wanted to ride the falcon 
but if we had to do one thing, I wanted to go to Oga's Cantina. Mm-hmm. Like, like that. Frank talks about how how the Falcon was his white whale, so to speak. Mm-hmm. It was like I wanted to drink so bad in what I lovingly referred to as the dope ass Star Wars bar. <laughs> right. I so wanted to do it, and and I know we'll get to you know thoughts later on. I will say my expectations were met. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's funny. Sorry, just to jump in for a second, that uh, you know, having been there through this, you know, through a yearly cycle working in the parks and and through you know the busiest times of the year, I thought I, I found it of interest that especially you, Jay, that you were like, this is the busiest I've ever seen it, and I was kind of like, this isn't as bad as I thought it would be. Yeah, <laughs> there was a, definitely a stark contrast there. Yeah, I had never been in a crowd like that in the parks. I mean. The closest thing that I can imagine being um, even in the neighborhood was when uh, I actually got to go to New Year's Eve in the Magic Kingdom. It was mm-hmm. it was sure. pretty packed. Yeah. But but even so, we weren't really trying to do much. So it makes a difference. Like when you're there trying to do something and it's shoulder to shoulder all the way down Hollywood mm-hmm. Boulevard and into the, you know, around Star Tour. Like that was the, the crowd was insane. And it was funny. So as we kind of planned for our arrival, we started talking about like how early should we get there? And mm-hmm. the information was really hard to come by about like, when is the park going to open? When is the parking lot going to open? When are people going to be allowed to go through security? I even talked to a cast member the day before and she was like, uh-huh. well, I don't know. And that was in the park in Hollywood <laughs> studio, standing at the actual tunnel to black spire outpost. It was, was like, a, wait, we have what opening? She's when? like, what? I don't is something happening? I don't know. It's like, sir, this is not Diagon Alley. But I, like, I walked. It was actually really funny because if you can picture it, that little Manhattan street leading to the tunnel to, to Black Spire Outpost, no one was going down that street because it's all closed off. They had, I'm telling you, it was like 15 cast members lined up like a human shield, like arm to arm, and then they and then they had their little temporary hedge maze that they had put up there so you couldn't get past it. People people were going to Muppet Vision or they were going nowhere. So. I had a I had a very long walk. It kind of reminded me of the like Monty Python and the Search for the Holy Grail, where where you you've got the the knight running towards the castle, and you can see it's like what's going on there. Um, and so I made the whole like awkward eye contact with the cast member that I was going to for a very long time. I was like, I'm coming for you. I'm coming. <laughs> and, she, and she was kind of looking. She kept looking at me, and then she was like looking, and she was like, What's going on? And so I asked her. I said, I hear that uh, people are going to be allowed to get through security tomorrow starting around 4. Uh, Do you know if that's accurate? Do you know when they're going to open the parking lot? And she was like, I really don't know. They haven't really told us. I think people are going to be let in at 4, but the park opens at 6. So, like, it was really vague. And then Landon, once Landon was in town, we go over to Disney Springs. We went to Guest Relations, (laughs) like, hours before. (laughs) Hours before this was going to happen. And they're like, what? We don't know. Yeah, like, yeah, seriously. Our takeaway was uh, pretty much to sum up that conversation. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was like, you realize tomorrow Black Spire Outpost is opening, right? Because I actually had to say it to her twice. Like, I asked her the question and she was like, what? I don't. I'm like, I'm trying to find out where can I get in. Anyway. I don't know if that's because Disney really was changing the plan like up until the last minute or if they just weren't telling cast members anything like but how could they they had to have people there so it maybe yeah, it was just I, I think it's a, probably a, a mixture of both that that one they were i mean what did they they announced the boarding parties three days before or yeah, whatever and, yeah. and and so the i think the information was happening 
as a as it, uh, happened. Based, yeah. as it happened based on emotion i don't know but uh <laughs> it, it doesn't surprise me that a lot of cast members didn't know across the parks no uh <laughs> i think that's just but people in guest relations at disney springs probably should they should they should be let in on the secret like 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 we'll like i don't know about y'all but i was blown away by how the cast members in galaxy's edge handled mm-hmm. not only the crowds but but you mm-hmm. know their actual jobs mm-hmm. with that right there it's like that was the one thing i felt like Disney could have done better, at least on our end for our trip, because Jay pointed out we made trips specifically to for yeah. that information. I mean, yeah, when yeah. we were down at Disney Springs, like, okay, let's go to Jack Lindsay's and get dinner. But, <laughs> sure. but you know, that's that's what happens when you're down at Disney Springs. But we right. went to Disney Springs with a purpose of going yeah. to guest relations. Well, and mm-hmm. like I said, we got the yeah, sure. That sounds good. I don't know if it's right, but it sounds good. Yeah, and, and Frank mentioned <laughs> the boarding party thing, too. That was another thing that we wanted to ask about because we had made <laughs> reservations for Ogas. And mm-hmm. once they yeah, announced the boarding, right. once we announced they announced the boarding party thing, we were like, OK, what if you have a reservation, but your boarding party hasn't been let in yet? I actually laid that scenario out to several different cast members who are like, <laughs> what? I don't if you have a reservation you can go in right I'm like I that's what I'm asking you but then we also had somebody say well I don't know I don't know if a, if a reservation would get you in yeah. I, I I don't think it would so yeah. we got both answers yeah like, so so cool. basically we had no information the only thing that we knew <laughs> was that we had heard people saying like pretty frequently that 4 a.m. was the time like it's going to open yeah. up at 4 a.m. so so that's where we set our sights so we ended up going to bed in our little mermaid room, all tucked in and cozy, very early that evening. I think Frank and I passed out simultaneously and, and you know, serenaded Landon with a chorus of snores, <laughs> yep. which meant surely he would not get any sleep for several hours. <laughs> but Yeah, literally they started snoring at the exact same time. And I was like, oh. Well, this is happening. <laughs> I'm sure if, if people listen to both of these podcasts, that's not a surprising statement, by the way, that we would <laughs> snore simultaneously. Yeah, that was one of those moments. Like, wow. <laughs> okay, it's that type. Of We're thing. in sync. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we do. We we make it to sleep. Our alarms go off promptly. At three, did we set them for? I guess or uh, somewhere in there. Somewhere it was the, so early. Oh it was it was very early, and <laughs> so we we try to we try to rise and shine. What what I didn't find out until after it was way too late is they actually did open the cafeteria at Art of Animation at like three a.m. that morning. Oh, uh, seriously! But, but we didn't know that, so I packed. <laughs> granola bars and bananas that I purchased from the gift shop the day before and uh, several different we could, things. We could have had coffee. We could have had coffee. coffee. Oh, yeah. I did get coffee. Oh, I put it in the refrigerator. Yeah. It worked for me. Uh, but, but yeah, so we, we get up. We're, we're getting the snacks. We're getting all loaded and not loaded. We're, well. That was later. <laughs> yeah, once we got into Oga's Cantina, we just got loaded. Yeah. Uh, but, but then uh, Frank is talking back and forth on text messages and um we don't really know quite what's going on but i think it, it only it's fitting for the story to say it all started with a kidnapping which is <laughs> pretty much she would say that too i think it, it really kind of <laughs> set the tone for the day so uh <laughs> hey, hey stranger get in this van under the cover of dark i mean that, I, and, saw, and that, I saw it more as a death star rescue guys i oh. don't know Hey, nah, keep it on not brand. Bad. I like that. Yeah, you've got you got a Han, a Chewy, and a Luke. I know I'm Chewy. I'll admit it. What? No, I'm Chewy. <laughs> Wait, so, fine. I guess I'll be Han, the lovable scamp. 
There you go. And I should. Uh, well, maybe maybe it's a, a Luke, a Han, and an Obi Wan. We know Frank's. You know. Well, crazy. we already on the yeah. pod, on the podcast last week. We already uh, we had Angela on from Touring Plans, and we already said she's a long lost Dillo sibling. So I have to be the Luke. Oh, that makes uh, sense. Yeah. Okay, that'll work. And she also let us know she knows uh, what Krav Maga. Yeah. No jujitsu. She warned she us. Jiu-jitsu. She warned us. So yeah, uh-huh. to, to fully explain this, uh, <laughs> Frank was exchanging messages with Angela Dahlgren from touringplans.com podcast and touring plans media management. Mm-hmm. She, mm-hmm. she, she give them a follow. She's the do it all for for touring sure. plans online. Uh, but yeah, he he had already kind of had a chance to build a relationship with Angela because he'd been on the podcast and Jen, Jen ended up going on the podcast on touring plans mm-hmm. that, so they, they opened up these lines of communication. And I think when you mentioned you'd gone on other podcasts and said you weren't going anywhere near mm-hmm. Hollywood yeah. studios, that was the touring plans podcast. That was the touring plans podcast. Yeah. Yes. So, so, but then here we were, not only were you there, we were in the same exact location as Angela mm-hmm. and she's, she's really texting us like, where are you guys at? There's a bus coming. You are running like, <laughs> she was, she yeah, was we got up at three thirty, and we were still running late. Do yeah. you realize how weird of a feeling that is? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's kind of par for the course, really. Um, <laughs> as early as we try to be, we're always just running behind. But it was but, weird when she closed the door; the Law and Order uh, chime sounded. <laughs> <laughs> we do. We we pull up. We pull around the little uh, you know circle in front of Art of Animation. She hops in and <laughs> in a white nondescript vehicle. <laughs> And I would have loved to have been any of the bystanders <laughs> standing by, like after the door shuts and she drives off. It's like I what really hope we don't see the, see her on the yeah. news tonight. Yeah, but she did immediately warn us. She knows jujitsu, so <laughs> we were put in our place immediately. <laughs> yeah, that was that was like part of her introduction. Hi, I'm Angela. Also, I know jujitsu. <laughs> okay, cool. Hi, I'm Angela, and I know how to be nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, but then, but off we go. Right. So we still feel like we're pretty early. I mean. Uh-huh. I I honestly thought I'm like, oh man, on our way over I'm thinking, how close do we do you think we're going to be? We're going to be like up in the first like 100 people. We're going to be like right. we're going to be like right at the gate. We arrive, we kind of breeze right through security. It really wasn't that big a deal. It was around 4 like 10 after 4 or something when we get through <laughs> security. We find ourselves at the very back of a huge crowd of people standing just inside the turnstiles essentially you uh-huh. s- we scanned our magic bands we were in and we stopped and we were and we looked around we we're like how is it possible we're in the back of this group <laughs> yeah i mean well, it was, especially it was, yeah go sorry go ahead Landon, go. i was gonna say when we got in it it was the back but by the time they started moving people i don't know if y'all noticed but we were somewhat towards the middle of, uh, of that mob of humanity because yeah. even though we got there early there were still people that got there after us. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say that even when we parked in the lot, I mean, we were in the first couple of rows of the parking lot and I, and I wasn't expecting it to to yeah. be, we were, I wasn't expecting to be at the crossroads from where the line started yeah. up down, up down Hollywood Boulevard. Uh, but I was like, Oh, all right. It's a good number here. All right. Right. That, that was something I thought too, is like, we were pretty close in the parking lot. So yeah. that that was yeah. pretty mind blowing. I'm guessing a lot of people did either bus over or walk. They were staying, right. you know, in walking distance and came over right. from, you know, uh, that so makes sense to do a boardwalk and beach club and yeah. Club, yeah, and Swan and Dolphin. Sure. Yeah. So I'm, I'm guessing a lot of people had done that, but, but we, we had no idea what we were in for. So the, the, the <laughs> starter pistol sounds, <laughs> Everyone Mass starts hysteria. Everybody starts knocking people over. Yeah. Uh, I saw one person get taken out with a lightsaber. <laughs> that was wacky. Surprisingly, it was actually pretty civil. 
Yeah, uh, all the, things considered, there wasn't it wasn't the Black Friday mob as right. Landon was talking about. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> we were kind of prepared for that, but it it really was pretty orderly, and people didn't run over you too you know too much. It, it you you got bumped here and there, but you really couldn't avoid it because there were so many people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and the couple times you did get bumped or bumped into somebody, it was also oh I'm sorry. Yeah. It's like everybody everybody we dealt with around us was in a great mood. It was was in a very cordial yeah. mood. I th- we didn't have anybody be like, oh, this sucks. Mm-hmm. Do y'all realize how early it is? Ugh. Well, we didn't have anything like that. That was really us more than anything. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and we kept we kept moving up like it seemed like they were kind of letting us further and further in as a, as a group until we got to the point where we could actually see the tunnel. And that's when it really started to hit me that we yeah. were going in. Now mm-hmm. I did have the, the luxury of going to the pass holder preview. So I had been in the land before, but it really felt like I was doing it again for the first time. And it was because being part of this crowd and the energy. And I know Frank, mm-hmm. you mentioned that, that you could tell they were kind of piping in some cheers and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, but the crowd yeah. that, that really was like the crowd energy. Like people yeah. were cheering once we got in there and, um, I think I was actually surprised they had the pipe in because yeah. um, I don't know if they've confirmed that there was a pipe in, but I think that's what it was. And, uh, but the, cause you could feel that the energy was what the piping in was reflecting, but yeah. everything is wrestling guys. So that's, of course, <laughs> yep. you got to keep it. <laughs> Everything's <a> work. <laughs> <laughs> but we, so we make it through the tunnel at this point, I'm starting to try to pay a little more attention to, to the faces, uh, looking at not, not just you like Landon and Frank, yeah. but looking around at the people yeah. around me because the first thing you do is you walk in, you see the A wing over to your right, you see the X wing over to your left. Which, by the way, Han or Han, sorry, RIP. <laughs> Ray, Ray, and Chewie are standing watch over yeah. by the X wing and and kind of supervising as people go in, and you start to be immersed in it. The mute, you can start hearing the music, you start hearing the sounds, you start hearing the soundtrack the of the ships spaceships overhead. flying over. Yeah. Yes, and and you know now I am on Batu and. While we didn't get to the point where we could see the Falcon for for a while because Mm -hmm. they kind of, you know, they they shifted us over and we actually had to weave our way as we waited in the Millennium Falcon line all the way out to Toy Story Land and then back (laughs) in again. Heck, Uh, we even got to go backstage at one point. We did Mm -hmm. end up going backstage. I still felt like... And actually, I'm grateful for the way that it happened because I, I know we talked about it on the day it forced us to stop and look around and take in everything around us. Mm-hmm. And we weren't just like rushing in and being overloaded um, with the sights and sounds and rushing right to the Falcon, which was, you know, the reveal that we all really wanted. Right. Uh, we had to wait for it and it made it all the sweeter once we got there. Yeah. The, uh, it was interesting that first out from the five to 6 AM hour where it really felt like nothing was happening, but I think it was because they were getting more cast members on post to set up that interweaving line all the way to toy story land and back down. But the, yeah, we definitely talked about how, I mean, I I'm one for the views and the details and everything. So obviously that's why spoiler alert galaxy's edge was a home run for me, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, it definitely just be able to slow down a little bit was helpful. And I, you know, mentally committed to, I'm going to wait four hours for a smuggler's run. I don't yeah. care. Um, and so, but that seeing the layout and how everything was, you know, weaving in and out was particularly cool to me. And, and when Frank says, yeah, I'm cool waiting four hours for the Millennium Falcon, I don't know about y'all. It really didn't feel that long standing mm-hmm. in line, which 
I know hearing that out loud, that sounds insane. Of course, waiting four hours is going to feel like four hours. But Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was just the excitement or the fact that we did get to go through and look at, you know, not all of the nooks and crannies because, you know, you're going to miss something no matter how much time you spend in one place. There's always going to be something you didn't see. But like, I don't know. I it, it didn't feel that bad. And, mm-hmm. and, and I do think part of the reason is because we were able to see, you know, all right, we're going to stand in line. But while we're standing in line, we're in that one courtyard that ha- that off to the side is a bunch of like busted up bots that are being mm-hmm. repaired. And just up ahead is the blue is the blue milk stand. Mm-hmm. And, and so so you can see all the, you know, bubbling jars uh, that, that's part of that facade while yeah. you're waiting. And, and I, it's like, I don't know if I'm going to be looking for four hour waits the next time I go to Walt Disney World. But at the same time. It felt okay, like right. like, and, and 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 I do think part of the reason is everything in there. It's just so immersive. Yeah, yeah. It's very it, it's very cliche to say, oh, you know, you stop and look around for, you know, like you know, you look you, up, you, yeah. and everything, look around, and but it's true. It's if you, it, you, we got the opportunity to stop and look around for a while, and I think the payoff was definitely there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it was a couple of things that made the wait more manageable. First of all, we were in the park at four a.m., so we knew even if we wait five hours for Smuggler's Run, it's just nine a.m. And then we exactly <laughs> yeah, we, we have, have the, the entire the day. day in front of us. Yeah. <laughs> so that was part of it, but also. <laughs> Frank was busy promoting his podcast to everybody in line, um, yeah. so that that ended up eating up a lot of time. And Shell. but but no, he was we, giving interviews to people. It was weird. He was appearing on YouTube. <laughs> That's right. But no, it was it was actually really cool, and and the fact that we were like making good connections with the people that were in line around us too. Um, yeah. And it, it felt like a convention atmosphere where, and yeah. actually I say this sometimes about Walt Disney world, because I think a lot of times the people who get it are when they're there, you can tell because they've got the ears on, they're wearing the shirts and it is that camaraderie you automatically have with someone because you know that you both are on the same level of fandom about something. And so that's what it felt like being in line waiting for smugglers run that first day is like, we're all on the same page. We're all like, we're all here to celebrate star Wars and be part of this part of a happening, which we felt like we were. And all of us were, you know, at times in tears at times over overwhelmed, you know, super excited. And it made it, easier to handle too because the sun wasn't quite up yet so it wasn't super overwhelmingly um hot and so it it was it really did go by very fast but we also knew that for our first ride on the falcon that we wanted to be in the same crew so there was no way we were going to split up and do single rider um so we were willing to, to wait it out and um you know, I the the other thing I was thinking as we um were kind of waiting was that like I, I ended up seeing things that when we were there on the pass holder preview, I had no idea were there. Like, mm-hmm. I just didn't see them. Because even though I thought it was busy at the pass holder preview, we still were able to do whatever we wanted and walk around. Like, we walked on the Falcon twice, you know. Right. Uh, so and, and I still thought, I'm like, that the crowd's really big here. Look at this 10-minute line for milk. Like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Look at this five-minute wait for Doc Undars. We'll get to that in a second. Oh, boy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so anyway, I totally took for granted that the, the crowd was very low for the pass holder preview. But, but then we're standing in line. And, like, one of the things that I noticed, for example, was the crashed pod over near the resistance side which right. i had not seen at all which was a cool and th- th- one of the things and you've said we've all said this one of the things that's so amazing about star wars land is the detail and if you're not going to slow down and take in all the detail you're missing a huge chunk of what makes this amazing yeah mm-hmm. no, and definitely even uh part of why 
Justin, you and I went back the next morning is because I was like, I just want to see more details of yeah. really what I'm going to look for. It's, and we, you know, obviously going on the single rider was a bonus, but um, that early in the morning the next day. But I really just wanted to see how many more details can I find along the way. Yeah. And, and there's still plenty, I'm oh, sure, that we haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, easily. Yeah. All right. So. The line starts to move. We make the turn and we see the Falcon. (laughs) Now, we had talked about this moment before we ever got there. And this was the moment that I wondered if we would start to see some man babies making an appearance. And I don't think the tears quite came. But I can tell you, because I was trying to capture as much of your reaction as I was enjoying it myself, that looking at you guys, I could see just the the joy, the wonder, the excitement of seeing the Falcon, it mm-hmm. had the impact that I felt like it would for all of us. Um, but that wasn't the crying moment for any of us, I don't think. <laughs> uh, but it's still, it was, I mean, and I've got the pictures, you can see them out on Twitter. Um, like Landon, I, I was making a video at the time and Landon, you have this look of just like, holy crap, there yeah. it is. And Frank is just laughing. Like just, <laughs> And, Which is when I'm starting to feel real feelings, I often laugh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I get that. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, again, going back to the line, the way it laid out, like we slowly came around the corner, and it was a slow reveal, even as you went around that. And when, I mean, Jay, you you nailed what was going on in my head when when you finally have that of like, holy. Crap, since this is a PG podcast, uh, that is the Millennium Freaking Falcon, and it's right there. Yeah. Like that yeah. was that was one of those oh my god moments. And kudos to Disney and the Imagineers and everybody that put this together. It was like to me, like Galaxy's Edge Batu is nothing but holy crap. This is really happening. Moments just yeah. over and over and over again. And the closest I ever got to having like man baby tears is. Not seeing the Falcon, but when you get on the Falcon in the holding area while you're waiting for your crew to be called up there, it's like Jay, you got uh, you got a picture of me saying "Holy!" <laughs> I caught you in but, the but I, I I good on me. I did not you continue through with, the, with with the bad word, but yeah, that was pretty much yeah. sums up the ride in my opinion in that one image of holy crap this is real yeah. like like if you if you'd have told eight-year-old landon like dude in like mm-hmm. 30 years you're gonna fly the millennium falcon yeah. and and it's not gonna feel like a ride it's gonna feel like you flew the millennium falcon man and, and that's like, that's where it's at too it's like you felt like you flew the millennium falcon and if you have that level of emotional investment to star wars the brand the falcon whatever like that moment you felt like i mean we when we got to the when justin when you handed us the pilot and the co-pilot like that (laughs) that was like the climax of like an hour of the line snaking in front of the falcon that was just like i'm looking at this for like an hour and i'm still staring (laughs) and i'm still taking pictures and it's still i'm looking at every nook and cranny of this thing i'm fixated completely and then like to when Justin, when you handed us the freaking (laughs) tickets for pilot and co-pilot i was like i'm I'm doing what? I'm, yeah. <laughs> and like stress uh-huh. and like, oh my God, I don't want to fail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is one thing that I did not expect was uh, a little bit of, oh crap, these people are dependent on me. <laughs> Five <laughs> other people, their experience, a lot of what they're going to think, good or bad, that's on me. Yeah. Because Frank and I, Frank, it, like, like we were co pilots. Like, yeah. like, mm-hmm. like we mm-hmm. flew the Falcon, y'all. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. the four people behind us, 
well, like, 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 no pressure, Frank. Right? <laughs> yeah. No, it was, it was all the pressure. I was like, am I, am I doing? And uh, and we flew it so well, Landon, that we did. all the other rides that followed, I never got that little asteroid field again. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think I ended up going on it four times while I was down there, and never once did I see the asteroid field. That's that right. We got because apparently, me and Frank, we are space aces, y'all. That's right. You really are. Yeah. It was amazing. You did a great job. And and I had hope, hoped against hope that we were going to get the opportunity for you guys to be pilots because you never know. And mm-hmm. I, I, well, I mean, if you go single rider, odds, odds are you're going to be engineer. Yeah. Um, be I think engineer. if you're in a group of two, there's still a risk that you're probably not going to get a pilot seat. But if you're like right. three or more, there's pretty good chance that you will just mm-hmm. because the way they do the groups. Um, because if a group ahead of you is like two people and then they, they might they might pull you into that group, but odds are like the group, a lot of the groups in front of us were four. So Mm -hmm. I kept doing the math and I was like, okay, the two groups ahead of us are both level, like uh, groups of four, which me level four, level four. Wow. Yeah. But they're both (laughs) groups of four. And so I had decided that it was going to happen. And when she handed us the cards, I was like, yes, I was so excited that you guys were going to get to do that. Even though, I had not been the pilot for the Millennium Falcon yet. And so I was like, it's cool because I knew that I could come back down here anytime. And I wanted you, you guys to have that experience. Landon, I know at first you were signed up to be the right pilot. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. And why did that change? Uh, because up is down and down is up. Do, uh, do you understand that? All right, sir. Now, now you're going to be going left. Left is left. Right is right. You understand? That? All right. My my gunner's in the back. You're going to hit this. But that that is why. Because if you're the right pilot, up is down yeah. and down is up. And then at least in our instance, like our cast member moved immediately on. It's like, do you have any oh, yeah. questions? Actually, yeah. And there you go. Yeah. So that's part of the reason why I told Frank, it's like, all right, you're switching with me because I understand left is left and right is right. <laughs> <laughs> and also going back to my previous statement, I didn't want to be the one that was responsible for crashing the Falcon. Yeah. So if anybody was going to do that, it was going to be Frank. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I felt that stress. <laughs> but, but because I uh, so – graciously let Frank be the right pilot. I missed out on an experience that Frank got to uh, throw oh, into man. A, a certain speed, didn't you, homie? Oh, yeah. The, I've, I've said it. That pulling, uh, going into hyperdrive, putting the Falcon into hyperdrive, I don't think there was a scream I ever had that came out of my <laughs> mouth that equaled that moment in yeah. time ever. <laughs> And, and and it's funny you mentioned the scream because not only did you scream, I screamed. Jason, like oh, yeah. like the we entire cockpit just it just popped huge. It was <laughs> such a fun experience. And and it's like going back to what Jay said. If you're going to an event like this, you know everybody's on the same team. And and at least for for our crew for that ride of the Falcon, everybody was bought in, yeah. and that mm-hmm. helped build to the enjoyment of the ride. And yeah. and I know Jay, you said something on the. I guess it was the review of when y'all went and did the pass holder preview. You said, if you buy into it mm-hmm. and if you buy into Batu, you're going to have more fun. If you're willing to play along in Batu, you're going to have more fun. And that was one of those moments where it was like, everybody is on board. Yeah. This is what we want to do. We're on the Falcon and we're flying. In <laughs> we're mission. on the millennium freaking Falcon. Yeah. Y'all. <laughs> yeah. And you're right. We, we just we sat had... at the space chessboard, not five <laughs> minutes ago. We glazed over that part. We all could sit at the space chessboard. Oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> but we did have a perfect crew. I mean, the the three ladies they paired with us, they were on board. And like you said, like every little thing that happened, we're all cheering. We're all screaming. It was a blast. Yeah, because even when they were yelling like directional stuff, like, no, go down, go down. Like, yeah, like, uh-huh, yeah. I felt like I was like, this is dialogue that would happen on a Millennium yeah. Falcon. Like, I was like, this <laughs> is course. totally believable. 
Yeah. <laughs> we have space backseat drivers. <laughs> the only thing that, that was missing was Frank turning around and be like, I will turn this spaceship <laughs> around if you do not be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was it was a great experience we had such a good time and i can tell you and and you guys have done it too now when you go on your own you you do single rider you can get paired up with some good crews but it is a totally different experience than if you go in with a group of friends and you and you have that camaraderie and the communication and all that going on like when you can do it as a group experience that's really where it's at Definitely. It's, it's amazing. And, and, and I will say, like, you know, the single rider, the engineer spot, like, for me, I'm like, I'm in the cockpit again. I don't care. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. buying, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm all in. I drank all the Kool Aid yeah. and all the flavors. All the blue milk. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm all. Or green. Or green. Yeah. I mean, and, and actually, for us, when we went back on day two, we did single rider and we literally walked on twice. Mm-hmm. You can't complain about what seat you get when you walk on. No. Literally walk on an attraction the second day it's open. Yeah. It was. I know. By the way, that attraction is the Millennium Freaking. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, So, so that that experience, I think, delivered every single thing that we were looking for Mm -hmm. and more. And then once we were done with that, we still had a whole day to explore the land. Mm -hmm. So, and we we may or may not have made the best choices with our time, (laughs) but we made choices. But we made choices. We were we were in that land for eleven hours. Yeah, we were. <laughs> and again, it didn't feel like it was 11 hours when we had that moment of realization. It's like, oh, yeah. okay, cool. Well, we'll, well, all right, neat. Yeah, it was just like that hour and a half in, in the line for docs that yeah. uh, I, I went into a droid su- shutdown for a little while. I was like, do you mind if I turn off a little while, sir? Thank yes. you. <laughs> Power save mode. Yeah, right. yeah, that was that was one right. of those decisions we definitely made. We made a decision. <laughs> we wanted to go in Doc Undars, and well, but I gotta say, I don't think we regretted going in there. No, and what, what else no, were we gonna that, do with that, all that time we? Had? <laughs> I mean, and, and on top of that, that's one of the coolest stores yeah. I've been anywhere so in cool. the entire world. Yeah. And yeah. bad too. So, and again, yeah. it's a detail store. Like yeah. all the stuff that's all the props that are up there, the the the, the you know the heads of all the beasts. Like everything is just you could sit there for hours and look around. Yeah, and that's, the animatronic in there too. Yeah, oh, oh yeah. yeah, of course. Doc Undar himself sitting right there, like counting. He's got he's got an, a giant abacus behind him for some reason because that's what you do in space. I guess it was a long time ago. Uh, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, but. <laughs> It was yeah, a long, t- long time ago. Yeah, you're right. The TI calculator series has yet to make it to Batu. <laughs> but but it was it was so cool. I mean, the the shops, the, the docking bay seven, the Ronto roasters, every nook and cranny has something to look at. Everything has a story. We went into the I guess it's kind of your traditional Black Spire Outpost uh, souvenir store where they're just selling stuff that says Black Spire Outpost. Right. The the cast member that was working in that shop walked over to me because I was back in the back looking at, it looked like a forge and there was some jewelry and stuff. And he starts telling me the story about, oh, let me tell you about the, the um, our jeweler that works here. This is her forge. These, and she and he tells me this whole story and she's off world right now looking for treasures <laughs> and jewels. and a, like. So cool. But that's how it is with everybody there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Frank and I, the second day we went back, we go in Droid Depot because we started off in the Millennium Falcon line again, and we're like, why are we doing this? We don't need to do this. <laughs> so so we broke off. We go in Droid Depot immediately. We walk up and start talking with a cast member who just, I mean, I think they're encouraged to engage and like yeah. walk up and start talking to you. But she starts talking about, you know, the resistance is here, and they're really messing things up for us. Like, the first order came in, and everything was fine, but now the resistance is here. What are they doing here? And then she's like, but you know... I got to meet Kylo Ren the other day and it was amazing. Like she was just, it was so good. And they want 
they want to talk to you. They want mm-hmm. you to play along. Yeah. And yeah, it was and Kylo Ren. He's the dreamiest. She he didn't is. say that, but that's, that was yeah, we ran into a Kyle, or y'all ran into a Kylo Ren fangirl. Oh, yeah, that's hilarious. That's yeah. Awesome. Y'all ran into an internet personification. <laughs> <laughs> and the and the conversation may or may not have been uh, very paralleled with maybe current political climate at some points, and we tried to kind of steer away from it a little bit. But we're going to make Batu the greatest planet in, in the galaxy, and we are going to make the Federation pay for it. Hashtag Space Force. (laughs) (laughs) I would like to introduce my general, Doc Undar of the Space Force. Well, let me ask this question of you guys. What was maybe the biggest thing that surprised you about opening day on Batu? Landon, let's start with you this time. Biggest thing that surprised me... uh, well, first, especially now that it, uh, the news has come out that they've been taken away, that those sporks were actually metal. I was kind of surprised with, uh, that they were metal. And, of yeah. course, this is why we can't have Man, nice things. Gone. People yeah. took them, and they're now on eBay. Seriously, what the hell is wrong with some of you? But uh, <laughs> this is going to sound weird. My biggest surprise was how much I enjoyed the green milk. Okay. Like, like I went in, it's like, okay, it's like I, I didn't hear the greatest reviews from the people that had had it at any of the preview events. Even you, Jay, you're like, yeah, it's, it's, it's okay. And it's like they have unique tastes, so you can't, you can't really be like, well, it tastes like this. Right. So, so I went in with some uh, trepidation, and I ended up really enjoying it, especially once the sun came up. That cool green, uh, green drink felt great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the uh, w- I kind of worried in the months leading up to it that maybe the first time I should have visited Disneyland was to go to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge because having worked at hashtag always MGM, I was worried I wouldn't feel the connection to the area mm-hmm. because having been in the backstage areas and working certain parts of that park, I, I was like, well, I'm just going to know what it is because yeah. I've worked there for four years. And so that wasn't the case at all. Completely sucked in. And then I'll, I'll throw a little wild card in here. I was surprised that I didn't enjoy Ogas as much as I was hoping. And maybe my expectations were higher. But um, And maybe it was just the time of day. And maybe I was tired. But well, I, I enjoyed the atmosphere. But I was expecting more. I wonder, too, if that may have been colored a little bit by the fact that it was so jam-packed. And when they brought us That's in. That's right. Oh, man. When they brought us <laughs> into Ogas, they gave us a place at the bar for, quote-unquote, three people. That really one person couldn't fit into. So we tried to stand like we were. Uh, let's stand back to front and we'll just yeah, stand sideways. Much, yeah. And that wasn't even enough room. And no. of course, Landon was ordering all the drinks with the collectible <laughs> Absolutely. rain. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and I, 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 I dropped like 160 bucks in Hogan's. What's up? Your beer Where? flight took up the whole bar in front of us. <laughs> like we didn't have a place to put drinks, but I'm not, I'm that just is saying what I wanted to do ever since I saw that Rancor beer flight. It's like, yeah. that is what I'm doing. And you did it. You Dang did it. right. I did check it. And you and got now a it's in my office. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> By the way, if you get the yub nub when you bring it home, check the bottom of your glass because uh don't want to brag or anything, but mine says first edition. Yeah, first edition. Oh. Right. In your face, collectors. Yeah. Oh, see there? Mm, interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Makes us wonder, are there going to be, is this the start of a series maybe from Ogas? Probably. But uh, Oh, also, if you go to Ogas, be sure and take the paper coasters. They oh, yeah, they give you co- the coasters. Cool. And the coasters tend to match your drink, too. Like they mm-hmm. With the yub nub, they give you an Ewok coaster. And, and, and 
and and with the Rancor teeth, they gave me a Rancor yeah. coaster. Though you really don't need a coaster for a beer nah. flight. But anyway, I digress. Yeah. yeah, I think on the scale of things, I I still enjoyed Ogus. I just didn't. I still was like. I was more surprised by the, how good the food was. And yeah. obviously the smokers run and the details, all that has exceeded my expectations. I just think. And this one came in a little, yeah, this came out a little under. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. I mean, I think I'll, I'll be honest. I think I, I kind of had a similar reaction, although I was really fired up about DJ Rex. I'm a DJ no. Rex <laughs> fanboy, And so it just much like my love for sunny eclipse, um, right. I am a huge DJ Rex fan. So it was very cool to see that. I like that they have, Things that happen. I don't want to say too much about it, but things that happen in the bar yeah. that people participate mm-hmm. in. Yeah. And I think what we decided when we were there is the way to do it would be to go in with a large group. So they sit mm-hmm. you at a booth yeah, because definitely. it would be very cool to be like hanging out in one of the corner booths and just kind of holding court in Ogus Cantina. Yeah, I think there's a lot of room for growth in the cantina, too. I think there's a lot more they can do to play with it once, you know, things subside a little bit, maybe. Uh, you know, and I, that's why I thought overall, because the food and drink were both good in the whole land. Yeah. I was like, uh, one of the areas to really grow, never mind the rides, is with the food and drink. I yeah. think there's a lot of, I think there's going to be a lot of good stuff that's happening here. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Especially on the food front in Ogas. If you're going in there looking for a bite to eat, your uh, provisions are somewhat provisionless. Right. It's so, not. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, there's definitely room for improvement. You get reservations there that say breakfast, lunch, dinner. It's not you're, It's not really a meal. Yeah. Um, so you need to eat beforehand. But Docking Bay 7 is a great option. Toronto Roasters is a great option. The food, mm-hmm. like Frank said, it is surprisingly good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can get Coke that looks like a thermal detonator, too. Well, true. Exactly. And you can bring it home on your flight. Thank you, yeah. TSA, for finally making up your mind. <laughs> that was one of the things I think I saw the news in, in the airport when I went home, and I was like, no. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was quite a quick turnaround for, for you, Frank, but I think you maximized your time. Uh, you made three I, trips into Batu. I did make that the third one that I did not tell you guys about. <laughs> no, but we saw the video. <laughs> we did. We So this was we were over at Food & Wine. Frank has departed, and we're thinking, oh, he's got to rush back to the hotel. He was going to take a shower and then, and then hop on the Magical Express. Suddenly we're seeing, like, <laughs> what? Frank went back to Batu? What is happening? <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, oh, I have a little bit of time i'll take the friendship over and then i'll just take the bus back from hashtag always mtm <laughs> over to art of animation it'll be the same amount of time and i was like or i know how long it takes to get to the back of the studios yeah. and can get out of there in half an hour i think i can do that <laughs> and indeed <laughs> and you I did <laughs> and i just want to go back again three times i still want to go back yeah Absolutely. I we're so tomorrow. We are going tomorrow. We've got Droid Depot reservations tomorrow oh, nice. and the family has their Oga reservation tomorrow cuz Sam and the kids haven't been yet to Oga. So mm-hmm. um so we're very excited and I can't wait to go back. I've been thinking about it ever since we went, you know, this this exciting weekend and um I've been dying to get back in there and and so and it's not just for smugglers run. I I want to just be back in that land and and hang out and see things and be part of yeah. it. So I I I saw a couple of things. One is, I meant to tell you this while you were talking about you were familiar with the backstage area of Always MGM. Um, somebody posted the location of the Golden Girls house. Uh, yeah. Did you I see it? it? Yeah, okay. I saw it. It's awesome. I, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't know where it was, but now I do, and now I can, like, you know, toast the Golden Girls every time I'm in that spot from now on. <laughs> well, and it's just shaking his head. <laughs> if Y'all you wanna, got issues. If you want to know, <laughs> it's it's right between Ronto Roasters and Docking Bay 7. It's yeah, like right along amazing. the path there. Yeah. 
Yeah. Which I would not have thought of just walking around, which is, again, a testament to how good the land is. Because I was like, wow, I don't really know where I am in terms of the old park. Yeah. Seriously. Well, it's like the entire time we were in there, all 11 hours and then going on trips back, never once did I feel like, yes, I am in a Walt Disney World theme park. Like, like that is how yeah. well the immersion is done in, in Galaxy's Edge. It, I know it's going to sound weird. It, feel, it really feel, it feels like you're off world, but yeah. it really does kind of feel like you're off world. It feels like you're in a different place. So yeah, yeah. It, it's like, I, it, I want to go back. You know, no, clearly me and Frank don't have the advantage that you do, Jay, but it's like, mm-hmm. in my mind, I'm already planning my next trip down. And similar to you, it's like, I do want to go on the Millennium Falcon, but that's not at the top of my yeah. list of the reasons why I want to go yeah. back. Yeah. There's so much more. Yeah. And, uh, I'm lo- and I'm looking forward to the growth, which I, I don't yeah. ever really say that about, you know, the other lands. Like, great, new things. You know, I don't like change. But <laughs> I'm like, no, just keep bringing stuff in. Bring stuff more, 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 more. I, not only new stuff, but I would love – I'm excited to see how the land matures a, mm-hmm. as they start to understand, like, what guests are responding to. And by the way, you've got to use that data pad. Pull out that Play Disney app and mm-hmm. interact with the things around you because it really just enhances your experience. And That's something I kind of wish I did in retrospect. Yeah. Is, and, and because that – Going back to our four-hour wait, I think that helped break up the monotony for you, Jay, because oh, yeah. you were able to scan a bunch of a uh, bunch of crates. I kept scanning crates and hacking into <laughs> consoles and all sorts of things. Um, yeah, but that's what's great for your ne- your next trip, Landon, is that you still have all of that. Yeah, exactly. You know. And and if I stand in line for the Falcon, uh, unfortunately, I probably won't have Jay with me to jump into his big strong arms when that one thing in the queue scares the crap out of me. <laughs> that was pretty good. Literally jumped into his arms because yeah. I got scared at something. <sighs> okay, I don't mind protecting. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but man, I I got to tell you that just looking back on the whole thing, and I, I don't know if you guys have more things that that you wanted to say, but but I'm just kind of thinking, I I knew that we were going to have a good time. I I knew going in, I had a good feeling. I was like, if we know we're going to ride Smuggler's Run, we got to get into we got to get blue and green milk. We got to get into mm-hmm. Doc Undars. I kind of had that short list. We did those things. We did more than that. Um, and not only that, but I had a great time doing it with you guys. Like what an experience, what a bonding experience. No, for, for sure. And like, and, and, and for me, obviously you guys didn't have any right to ask me at all. You could have just done your friends bonding thing, knowing each other your whole life. You didn't need to drag me into it. You know, you certainly didn't need to let me sleep in my own bed for God's sake. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I was calling dibs for months. What the hell? <laughs> And I just wanted to say, like, I couldn't really, uh, I didn't get a chance to reciprocate, I feel like, to the extent I could have. So um, both of you guys, Landon, at your office, hopefully by Monday, and Justin, at your home, you're going to receive a little gift from me from the Magic Candle Company. Oh, so wow. What? Away. Yeah, I'll hook you up a little bit for that. Just a little small little thing, a little oh. token. Oh. Well, that's awesome. So yeah, you look, should Look for that early next week. That's amazing. Thanks, I can't buddy. wait to smell it. <laughs> <laughs> Does it smell like friendship? Because I really feel like it needs to. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> the friends we made along the way was the real galaxies. It really you guys. Was. It was smells like adventure. best friendship. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we need to get the picture of us riding Frozen framed. 
Oh, uh, yeah, like, that, like, like, I'm glad you brought that up. That's the best picture we took all week. Really and I know, I, I know there was, like, the picture of us with the day one graphics in front mm-hmm. of the, the X-Wings mm-hmm. and then the Falcon and stuff. Yeah. Nope. The, the the picture Frozen. that I'm going to remember from our trip is the three of us in the front row of Frozen Ever After <laughs> with the captions of nothing to see here, just three dudes having the time of their life on Frozen right. Ever After. That's and, right, and we certainly we certainly did. I, I think we did for the whole <laughs> the whole weekend, honestly. And and we're going to have to keep the good times rolling. We'll do this again at some point. And I know that the ladies have a trip coming up for Rise of the Resistance weekend. And yeah, I just copycats. I just want them to know right now there is no way that they're going to do it better than we did. There's no way that they're going to have more fun or more of an adventure than what we did because ours was poorly planned, spur of the moment, and it came together in a way that only a magical weekend could. So, and I would say come at the Kings, you best not miss, but we know they's going to miss. <laughs> we know they're going to spend a majority of their time in food and wine anyway. So mm-hmm. that is, Oh, true. it'll be over by then. They can't it'll be over. Oh, oh December. No. Well, yeah, they're going to end up in Disney jail. So, That's so true. yeah, that, they're going to have a whole different type of trip than we did. <laughs> by the way, good job guys. We didn't get thrown in Disney jail. Yay, once. We did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much, guys, for joining me to kind of recap the weekend that was. And it for me, certainly, it's a memory that's going to last forever. And, for sure. and I really appreciate you guys being part of that. So as we wrap up, let's let people know where they can find you. Frank, tell the world about everything that you've got going on on Theme Park Thursday and the broader Improvisers Guide Network. Oh, sure. Uh, my sister Jen and I do Theme Park Thursday with Dillos Diz. So every Thursday we have a new episode on all the podcasting outlets, you know, Google Play, uh, Stitcher, all, all, all that, CastBox, you know what I mean. Uh, you can follow us at Dillos Diz, Dillos with an S, uh, Diz with a Z on Twitter, Instagram. You'll find us on Facebook, YouTube. We do some videos from time to time over there as well. And then it's the Improvisers Guide Network. It's kind of my umbrella. So there's podcasts under the uh, hashtag everything is wrestling. And it's Talk Tuesday, the Improvisers Guide podcast as well. Wonderful. All good things. All good things. Go check them out. Landon, can you match that plethora of content? Uh, I can try. Uh, L A N D O Z. Please go follow me, Landon Doan. He's the, the best. best. Landon Doan. Not the rest. rest. Uh, that's where you can follow me. 280 characters at a time on Twitter. I also on our website, buttmuschips.com. Buttmuschips. Sit on your butt and munch. Yeah, there we go. Getting the tag team back again. Uh, checking the record. Listen. Sorry, I'm not doing uh, Whoop. There it is. Uh, that's where you can find exclusively. Well, no, no longer exclusively posted <laughs> podcast because I forgot I paid for them to be in the iTunes store. So go to the iTunes store and search uh, <laughs> Game of Thrones Talk, a.k.a. God Talk. Search for Near Fall Wrestling. If you're a fan of the Sweet Science Professional Wrestling, bunch of old episodes. Uh, off topic, but I get to meet uh, the good brothers uh, – um, Gallows and Anderson at work on Monday, so you oh, know nice. that, that's pretty cool. And I get free tickets to Raw, and then uh, the R and D Project, whatever that is, it's a podcast with me and Will Rab. That's all I can say. That's that because that's that's it. It's just, it's, just, it, it's a podcast, y'all. Oh, and then uh, speaking of my job, I am on the Phil Show uh, Monday through Friday, <laughs> six to ten a.m. News Talk nine eight seven dot com. If you're here locally, uh, WOKI News Talk 98.7 FM in Knoxville, and uh, you can download and stream it through the app in the iTunes and Google Play Store. As they say, in the sky. Yeah. Yeah. It's in the cloud in or the something. Cloud. 
It's a I don't sky, understand the cloud. A sky walking radio show. I <laughs> uh, don't say that. Disney will come in soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're well, at morning. We should talk about real quick. We're going to do a switcheroo skidoo. Oh. Soon. oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we, we, we staged the pictures and everything, which, by the way, y'all are two of the most awkward, awkward people <laughs> to take pictures. My yeah. God. Yeah. I know. Like, like if, 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 if any of the listeners have Photoshop skills, please take the image of Frank and Jay uh, right after they uh, shook hands. They look like they're they're like lost middle schoolers in a dance or, or they or they look like politicians waiting to like uh, their handlers come and bring them off stage after a debate. Like like somebody Photoshop some debate stands in front of them. That'd be great. Yeah. But we did agree in 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 principle to um, the switcheroo skidoo part two, save the Muppets edition, and we're hammering out the details. But it is coming up. We've got dates locked in, so it is yes. happening. happening. Yeah. yeah, details to follow. Follow us. You can follow us at Morning Monorail on Twitter. We are our Monday Morning Monorail on all the other things. We've got a website, Monday yes. Morning Monorail dot com, where you can find a blog by moi. I still think you should have tried and gotten a longer URL. I tried. I could have added to it. I'll, like I'll make Monday another one. Morning Monorail Podcast with Justin Monorail. Do you think I could get uh, something Samantha like WaltDisneyWorld.com? That's what I'm going to try to get. I just put a, put a dot .go. Uh, you should be okay. That, <laughs> that was the thing they did, right? It is. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but follow us on all the things. You'll get the updates um, all about Switcheroo Skidoo Part 2. And, you know, we always share the Theme Park Thursday episodes, so you can find those there. And if Landon ever does anything with this podcast, I'll put those out there, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but thanks so much for coming along on this recap of the adventure today. We appreciate you. We love being part of this community. Come back again next week. We'll be right back here. And until then, have a magical week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. We hope you enjoyed the journey, and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Until then, we want to hear from you. Send us questions, comments, and suggestions on Twitter at Morning Monorail. Our email address is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. You can also call our voicemail at 407-917-2144. As we approach the station, gather your belongings, and please watch your step as you exit. <laughs> See y'all.